Hello and welcome to the Money and Marks podcast. I'm your host, Cho. I'm a grad school reject turned successful online entrepreneur, and I am super passionate about helping female entrepreneurs make more money and more sales while having it all in life, in business, in health, and in love. And that's exactly what we're going to cover on this podcast. So let's get into it. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. And I am so excited for this week's topic to unpack and really do a deep dive into how to overcome your biggest mindset blocks. Okay. And the reason why I'm so excited about this conversation today is because mindset work is honestly one of the top three things that I get asked about most often in my community, in the DMs, all of that sort of stuff. You know, anything related to how I cultivate, to how I maintain a positive and optimistic and and growth-oriented mindset amidst all of the ups and downs that life and business has to offer. So today I'm actually going to walk you through my process and reverse engineer how I tackle mindset blocks from a conscious level to then a subconscious level, because this is how I learn best, right? And I feel like this is the case for a lot of you as well, which is you know, learning the concept at an intellectual level, but then seeing the practical application of it in real time. So um, that's how I'm going to explain my process to you. So I'm going to be sharing with you a real mindset block that I am navigating currently in my business. Okay, so let's start at the conscious level. Okay, this is what we are going to notice first, right? Whatever is happening at the surface level. So the action or the behavior that prompted, you know, this deep dive and introspection for me was finding myself procrastinating on tasks related to the development of my social media marketing agency. So if you're new here, um, I built a successful coaching business, took it over six figures, and now I'm currently working on building my second business, a marketing and brand agency. Now, I have been finding myself, okay, procrastinating royally on tasks, on projects that I had set out to do for my agency. Now, I want to preface this by saying I have put a lot of intention and forethought and organization into how I'm going to make this happen so that I can simplify it and make it hopefully a matter of just ex- execution. Okay, so I created a detailed or like action plan, broke down all of the big overwhelming projects into little subtasks. I've added all of the deadlines. I've scheduled everything into my calendar thinking, okay, it's just a matter of doing now. Well, goddamn, that's not been the case. Okay. And I have been finding myself struggling to get it done. Right, I find myself getting distracted way too often. Like I'm not a hundred percent focused when I'm working on the thing, 
and I'm finding myself feeling tired or unmotivated, and then I end up putting off tasks for another day. Now, obviously, I go through these behaviors just like any other normal human being. But I am pretty good at catching myself when I'm in those slumps, if you will, or whatever. And I can like talk my ass into gear, right? It's like, hey, Chove, get your head out of your ass. Just get the freaking thing done and let's move on. But for some reason, (laughs) this time it's been different, okay? I've been finding myself making way too many excuses and just being straight up too lenient on myself. So that's when I knew, you know, there's something more going on here. So that is the first step, okay, to my process. And that is awareness. So being aware that my current behaviors are not my typical behaviors, that this continued procrastination or this lack of focus and lack of motivation, if you will, that's not my norm. So after you've had this level of awareness, the next step is to get curious. And this one I really want to emphasize because it's very natural for us, right? We set a goal, a deadline, an intention of some sort, and we just don't do it for whatever the reason may be. We naturally will jump to berating ourselves, start to beat ourselves up for the poor behavior or for the misbehavior, whatever it is. But instead, I really want to urge you to get curious and to get curious without any sort of judgment. So this is what it looks like to me. Okay, or for me rather, I ask myself, I say, okay, Chove, like, what's really going on here? Like, why am I procrastinating so much? And the first few thoughts that came to mind were things like, well, is this even a service my people are going to want? Is this even something of value? Is launching my agency even worth pursuing? You know, what if I put all this work into building out my agency and no one wants to buy? What if I launch my second business and it's just a massive, massive fail? So the second step here, right, is to get curious and start taking inventory of that conscious internal dialogue that's happening. All right, what are the conscious thoughts that are playing in the background whilst you're engaging in said behavior, right? And for me, that's procrastinating right now. Now, here's the next step. I take these conscious thoughts and I reverse engineer the feelings that are attached to them. So the third step is to identify the feeling or feelings attached to that thought. So stick with me here. Okay, I'm going to walk you through, again, my process. So if my conscious thought is, is this even a service my people are going to want? Okay, is this even a service my people are going to want? 
what's the feeling or the fear that I've attached to this? For me, I recognize it was a fear of rejection, right? What if I create this offer and nobody wants it, right? The fear of rejection. Another example, right? The conscious thought of what if I put all this work into building my agency and it's a massive fail. What's the feeling or the fear that I've attached to this? For me, the feeling or the fear attached to this thought was the fear of failure. Okay, so to quickly recap, so far we've gone from the simple behavior of procrastinating to then listening to the internal dialogue of what if I put in all this work into building my agency and it's a massive fail to then identifying I have a fear, a failure. Now, we're not done yet. Here's where it gets really, really juicy. So I now want you to ask yourself, how is holding on to that fear, protecting that fear, and doing what you can to prevent it from happening, actually serving you? Okay, again, you heard that right. How is holding on to that fear actually serving you? So we will develop fears with the intention to protect ourselves from some sort of perceived threat or danger. Quick example, we may develop a fear of heights because we believe that it puts our life at risk, right? So then we become afraid of heights. So this fear that you have is protecting you from something that you feel is going to put you at danger or at risk. So how is holding on to this fear actually serving you in what way? So when I ask myself that, when I ask myself, how is this fear of failure serving me? Holy mother of Christ. <laughs> wow. Did a crap ton of things come up for me. Okay. And like I said, this is where it gets fun. This is where it gets juicy. Okay. And when you get to this part, sorry, number one, I strongly urge you to not stop and run away. And I strongly suggest you let yourself free flow dump. Okay. And I really challenge you to go deeper every single time something comes up for you. Okay. So for me, it started with, right, this fear of failure. And the first thing that came to mind was that this fear of failure is allowing me to stay safe and be comfortable. Now, if you need help with going deeper, right, maybe introspective digging and probing is not something you do on the regular that's a-okay. And here's a very, very helpful tip that I have to offer you. I suggest you ask yourself, and why is that important at the end of each point that you jot down or that you've made a mental note of? Okay, so I'm going to share with you how my brain dump went and um, how this plays out. So starting at the top, right? This fear of failure, okay, is allowing me to stay safe and comfortable. 
And why is that important? Because I can continue doing, you know, what I'm doing. And why is that important? Because if nothing changes, then nothing changes. And why is that important? Because then I won't be judged for changing and growing. And why is that important? Because I don't want to lose support from my family, my friends, or my community. And why is that important? Because I don't want to become unrelatable and out of touch. And why is that important? Because I don't want to lose connection with my family and my friends. And why is that important? Because I don't want them to think differently of me. And why is that important? Because I want them to love and accept me. Can you see how deep and real and juicy this can get? (laughs) Right? You can literally keep going with this deep dive. You can dig as deep as you're willing to go. So the deep-rooted belief and fear that I'm actually holding on to that was disguised as a fear of failure is actually the fear, of course, there's a hair sticking out here, is actually the fear that if I am successful with my agency or if I become more successful, that I will be judged and lose support and connection from my family and my friends. And therefore, I will feel unloved and unaccepted. Hence why I am procrastinating on agency-related tasks and projects to put off this fear of being unloved or unaccepted. Okay, now I know how, like from a logical standpoint, this sounds ludicrous, but our subconscious is so good, so good at making illogical scenarios, illogical thoughts seem logical and seem plausible, right? So to recap again, okay, we went from procrastinating to what if I put all this work into building my agency and no one wants to buy to the fear of failure to then the fear that if I become more successful, that I will lose the love and the support of my family and friends. How freaking twisted is our subconscious mind, right? It's incredible how it can play so many games on us. And 
you know, at a conscious level, I can set the goal of launching a social media marketing agency. I can set the goal of making X income. I can create an action plan with deadlines, et cetera. That's all great and dandy, but you will find ways and creative ways at that to self-sabotage. If you have a subconscious belief that your well-being is in jeopardy or at risk, whether that be in love, health, relationships, safety, security, self-identity, you will self-sabotage. And so this is why it is so important for you to always have a critical hat on. Like you can't take everything at face value, especially your own thoughts and actions, right? So as much as I can, I am constantly trying to exercise an objective point of view. Easier said than done, okay? But it's a matter of practice and conscious intent. Okay, so this is literally how I coach myself through mindset and inner work, right? This is how I stay hyper aware of what's going on at a conscious and subconscious level. Because if we aren't critical and if we aren't getting curious and questioning what's happening, our ego just runs the show 100% of the time, right? And remember, the ego's role is to protect your self-concept and identity, to keep it as intact and as stable and as unwavering as humanly possible for better or for worse. And so after I came to this realization, wow, um, did it shake me. I did not realize that this was the fear that I was holding on to. And this is why, or at least part of the reason why I've been procrastinating procrastinating so much, sorry, because I fear that if I see success with my agency, it's going to come at a cost, right? And the cost being the love and the support and the acceptance from my family and friends. And so, of course, doing anything related to the agency is going to feel so freaking hard because my subconscious is like, if you see this second business through and you launch this agency and you are successful, you're going to lose your family and your friends. Again, sounds so illogical, so irrational, but at a subconscious level, it makes sense. And the crazy thing, friends, is that I have had this deep knowing, like truly, oh, I just got goosebumps, that for the past year, I've had this knowing that I'm meant to do something more, something bigger. And right now, that more and that bigger is my agency. And I've known this for some time now. And I know that I'm meant to do this. And I know that if I do and I continue, I will be successful. 
And I don't want this to be misconstrued as, you know, me being arrogant or overly confident. The reason why I can say with such a knowing that I'm going to be successful with my agency is because I don't give up and I will never give up. So if I don't give up, it's inevitable your success, right? It's inevitable. And yet having that deep knowing and that deep profound trust, here I am still doubting myself every day in all the tasks and the projects that I'm doing with my agency right now and the creation of it and the launching of it. And this is when you really have to choose. You really have to choose which voice is going to be louder. This is when you have to choose faith over fear. Progress over rejection. Rejection. Perfection. Of course, I would royally mess that up. This is supposed to be an iconic moment. Okay, what a fail. This is when you choose progress over perfection, right? This is where you choose, like, I can't to I will. And this, in my eyes, is the greatest form of daily self-love. Choosing what your highest self would want do and believe. So that, you know, wraps up in summary, okay, my thought process when navigating mindset blocks. And I really hope that doing that deep dive and really breaking each component down for you is going to help you identify your mindset blocks and how to overcome them as well. You know, at the end of the day, I am human just like you, right? We have the same fears, the same doubts, the same needs, the same desires, et cetera. But it's simply a matter of becoming, you know, better at recognizing your fears and doubts and all of that for what they are, catching yourself in those moments, and then breaking that pattern and cycle moving forward and continuing to do that, right? Continuing to create that new loop or that new thought pattern for yourself. And once you're able to master your mindset, oh dear God, you are going to open the mother effing floodgates to a whole new level of personal power, choice, and belief. You rid yourself of so many BS thoughts and like voices and excuses and narratives that serve you in no capacity, okay? Maybe they once did at a very, very early stage in your life or whatever, but they're currently not serving you any longer and they definitely will not serve you with where you want to go. Okay, friends, that wraps up today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this topic as much as I did. 
you all know I'm a psych nerd through and through. Mindset is my jam. This is my most favorite thing to talk about. So if you want to see more episodes on a similar topic or within the mindset and inner work area, um, let me know and I will be happy to serve more on this. Okay, friends, we'll talk very, very soon. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Money and Marks. I hope you were able to take away some golden nuggets today that are going to help you attract and have more in all areas of your life. As always, sharing is caring. And I would so appreciate you sharing a screenshot of this episode on your IG. And don't forget to tag me in it because I love connecting with my listeners. Until next time, friends, go out there and go after it all.